Hi, I'm Dr. John Young with Foundational Health Center, and this is... I'm Alex. I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm working with Dr. Young. So, we just like to, as we see patients, we're learning so much ourselves. And with all the snowbirds down here, we've been inundated. Yeah. But one of the things that I find is a lot of these patients bring their information from their doctor up north. Yes. And they say... John, my doctor says everything's fine, yeah. but I don't feel fine. Help me. So I think a perfect example is we had a gentleman come into our practice a while ago. He came in walking and after six months, he was in a wheelchair. Mm. And Alex and I both looked at him and everything we tried, nothing seemed to get him better. So we brought in a neurologist, sent him to a neurologist. Neurologist sent us back a note. Well, you guys, you've, you've done this terrible thing. You've overdosed him on B12. It's way over 2000, way over the limit. Mm -hmm. And he has Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm -hmm. Well, we see a lot of patients with Lou Gehrig's disease and it didn't look like one of our typical Lou Gehrig's patients. Mm -hmm. So Alex had the great idea. I kind of listened to the women in my practice. And so we broke him down genetically and saw that he had a TCN2 genetic defect, which means this, all the B12 was in his bloodstream. There was none in the cell. Yes. So because of that defect, we knew how to fix him. Right. $30 and 30 days later, he's perfectly fine. Yeah. But the thing that I think most doctors miss is this. They order labs, yeah. and if there's not an H or an L, low or high, mm -hmm. it's fine. It's fine, yeah. They don't know that you have to know what the, the test is actually testing for. And at least with B12, it only tells you how much is in the bloodstream. And if it's not in the cells, you're in big, big trouble. And I guess the big question, uh, what I try to tell my patients also, is those are reference ranges, right? right? Those are just, uh, then again, a reference for us to correlate those numbers with the patient's symptoms. So there's so many examples that we can give of those reference ranges, right? So what, one thing that I see very often um, is the reference range for T3 levels as far as the thyroid goes. So you can go to one lab, let's say Quest or LabCorp, and they can give a reference range between 2.3 to 4.2 or sometimes a 2.5 to 4.5. So that's just a guide for us. But when, when a patient or a physician look at those numbers and they see it's high, they tend to jump to conclusions and wanted to change your medication. So I can have a patient with a T3 of let's say a 4.5 or 4.7, and it looks high on the blood work, but they're feeling better, their hair's growing back, their cycles are regulated. So what does that mean? That means that for that person, for that patient in particular, that's where the T3 should be. So everybody's gonna be a little bit different. We always have to correlate those, those numbers with what the patient is actually feeling, right? right. So that goes for um, uh, uh, ferritin for iron levels, well, we know right. that we need ferritin. Ferritin is a, um, actually it's iron and protein. And a lot of times we see women 
with a ferritin level of 20, which is normal. You see that on the blood work being normal. But they come in and what do they tell you? I'm tired. Or I go for a walk, but I have to stop because I get out of breath. Yes, so I, but, but you're normal, right? But what you really wanna do, you wanna remember that women, they're losing iron every month. So optimal levels of ferritin to sustain hair growth, to sustain red blood cells, you actually need a ferritin of 50 and higher to maintain those levels. So you you know people go through roller coasters like that they feel good and they don't they don't feel good. So that's those are just reference ranges. That's that's how we utilize those things. Right. And I think it's interesting the American Thyroid Association I read a paper there recently and they said with having to do with thyroid if the patient's labs are all fine but they still feel terrible or have signs of low functioning thyroid treat the patient Bye. And and it's very hard in today's medicine when you have basically five to seven minutes with a doctor. Yes. Is there, it's not going to happen. It, yeah. And that's why we do spend a yes. lot more time. Yes. But, you know, it's back to the whole idea of actually talking to the patient. Yes. And actually treating the symptoms. Yes. And, and I think that's been very helpful. I'm thinking of a patient that we had that... Um, he called me from the ER. Just, he never felt good. Mm -hmm. And a couple of days before he was in the office, yeah. and he said, I grew up on a farm, yeah. and we used to have those big, big salt licks. Yes. And I would lick them. Wow. Oh, I think of that, and the cows licking from the same salt lick. I did get Not over a good that. Thing. But he was in the ER, ER, the ER doctor called me, and I, he said, uh, everything's fine. I said, what was the sodium level? 140. Mm -hmm. Well, that's mid-range. Yeah. I said, do me a favor. Mm -hmm. Give him a small bag, 250 cc's of normal saline. Mm -hmm. yeah. Salt. Salt. And then call me back. He gave it to him. It raised the sodium to 147, mm -hmm. which is two points over normal, but who cares? Yeah. And he said, the patient feels great. He mm -hmm. just feels like this is the way he's supposed to feel. Yes. And... I realized, at least for this patient, he doesn't fit in with the ranges. He doesn't, yeah. He's at the outer edge, the 2%. Yep. And it's once again realizing that you have to look at the individual. Yes. And yes. I keep his levels at 145, 146, 147, yep. and he is great. But it took me about two, two years to figure yes. that out. Yes. But, you know, there are so many patients that we see. Yes. And... You just have to look at the labs a little deeper yes. or know what the labs are giving you. Yes. I think one of the things you see, we were talking about this, the MCV. The MCV, yes. It's it's a regular CBC blood work. You can order that test. Your doctor order that test all the time. And I can guarantee that your primary care doctor is not looking at this number. It's completely ignored. It, what it means, it calls MCV. It basically measures. And that stands for. It stands for. Mean corpuscular volume, the size of the red blood cells. Which is cell. a big name just to say how big is your red blood cells, the volume of your red blood cells. There's a condition that if your red blood cells are way super big, passing a certain number, we call that macrocytic anemia. Macrocytic. Or megaloblastic anemia, megaloblastic. right? So we call it that. But 
what happened, there's a reference range in there. You can be 95 and be considered normal, or you can be 102 and be abnormal. We start treating patients within like 92 to 95. We already, we can tell that people notice a difference. They're starting to feel tired and there's problems with B12 absorption. So we don't wait for that number to go higher than 100, 102, 105 sometimes. Um, or it, what I have seen with that sometimes, because it's easy to treat, we can just give you enough B12 and folate to get those cells to go back to their normal volume. But I have seen patients that have those MCV levels large enough, long enough, and they had been, um, you know, referred to a hematologist and they even go through a bone marrow um, biopsy. biopsy and there's nothing wrong with them. They just don't have enough folate and B12. It's just, you, you, you start with the basics and then you get complicated, but it's, it's very simple. Well, and I think, so that's the, if, it, if the MCV number is large, if it's small, then you want to think of iron deficiency. Iron deficiency. And, I, and you can have iron deficiency masking the volume of the red right. blood cells. So, you know, the numbers, the low number is 80 of that range. And so we've seen it at 88, 87. And these people that complain of chronic fatigue for years, a large number of them, it's a ferritin problem. It's a ferritin problem. Easily treated. And as one lady said, I'm happy, but I'm mad. My doctor for 10 years, let me go like this. Yes, and And it goes. You fixed me in two hours with that transfusion of ferritin. Right. And so, we find that just a lot of doctors are missing these numbers because they don't realize yeah. that there are people that work yeah. outside the box. Yeah. And what those numbers tell you where the minerals are in cells or outside the cell. So I think just <clears throat> you need to find a doctor that really knows what these tests show. Yes. Um, and that's, we've learned this the hard way yep. over the years. Yep. But just because they say, you know, you're normal and maybe it's in your mind yep. or you're depressed, it may not be true. So um, your blood work will tell you a lot. You just have to find a doctor that knows how to read it. Hope this has been helpful and encouraging and uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. Bye.